What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I am your host, Ashton Morton. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Colin Gross. Hey! And Cole, the Coldfish Walker. Oh, yeah. And we're going to start out by just introducing ourselves to you guys and what inspired us to make the podcast. So... Whoever wants to start, go ahead. All right. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and go. As y'all heard, I am Colfish the Great. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot about me that probably most of y'all don't know. Uh, I'm huge on playing more towards 2K and Fortnite than I am mainly like other games. And I play a little bit of Ark here now because I recently got the game and I've played in the past. I've started Zelda because of our main host, Ashton. Uh, and then I mainly played on Xbox for the longest time, but then eventually I made it over and switched to the Switch <laughs> because of Ashton. Uh, so basically one of the biggest things about why I was wanting to start the podcast along with them was I thought it would be cool to interact and kind of talk about my opinions and kind of see if anyone else had feedback or anything like that. Sounds good. Paul? Hold on. Uh, Take care of baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Colin's a uh, dad. He recently just gave birth right out of his anus. Sideways. <laughs> <laughs> sideways. Yeah, Colin's kind of square. Definitely more of a rectangle. Uh, quarter inch. That's true, too. We're <laughs> not measuring size right now. A quarter inch. Okay. But... <laughs> So we're going on our favorite games. Is that what I'm trying to mention here? No, uh, just introduce yourself and what inspired you to start a podcast. I am Colin. I am inspired to start a podcast because why just talk to these guys for free whenever I can potentially make some money off of it? <laughs> That's a good point. These squares, but it's better to be at least to make some sort of compensation out talking to these guys opposed to just doing it for free like I've been doing for the past 20 years. True. Eh, Colin, you're used to being free. (laughs) All right, I'll get it in. 
I am Ashton Morton. I started out playing on the Nintendo 64 and have played about every console ever since, except for PlayStation 4 because it is gay. And <laughs> I play on Switch mostly now, but I do have two Xbox One. But what inspired me to start a podcast with these guys is we talk every day anyway, and like Colin said, might as well make money while suffering through life talking to them every day. <laughs> I didn't know it was suffering talking to just us. Have you met you guys? It's suffering. I think it's more. I don't know if I myself yet or not, though. Oh, Colin, I don't really want to talk to you either, but we do. <laughs> I think it's because we really don't have any other friends, so we're kind of stuck. <laughs> hey, no, I got friends. I just, I've been related to you your whole life. Colin's related to everyone, though. He's hard of Clay County. Well, I'm related to everybody in Clay County. So. Yeah, it's kind of the inbred thing going on. <laughs> not really, but whatever. We're not talking about that right now. All right, uh, I think we should go on and switch it off to more like favorite games. Well, you can do two favorite console of all time. Favorite console of all time? Mm-hmm. I might have to say the GameCube. When I played the GameCube AI, I had some of the best games on there I played. I mean, but I will say I, I also enjoyed uh, – playing the actual Wii itself, mainly just because of the Wii Sports. Yeah, I had a lot of interaction with it. What games for the GameCube did you like the most? Uh, well, okay, on the GameCube, I played a lot of Animal Crossing, believe it or not. <laughs> um, kind of gay, not a lot. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. But that's one of the biggest games that I got to bond with Summer over. Uh <laughs> Although we'd end up fighting, and most ninety-five percent of the time, one of us got punched in the face. Sounds about right. You're doing better on Animal Crossing than I am. I couldn't even get past where you put in your name. I was retarded. That, that is true. I remember that because I got the game after you couldn't figure it out. Right now, I have went on there just as an adult to see if I could get past where I put in my name, and I can't. Your name? So, yep, made it past. Dang, I probably couldn't now. <laughs> Literally 24 years. I'm 23 years. Well, I'm sorry. It, it's just a couple months away, honey. I'm 24. You're old. I was about to say, Colin, you are the oldest one here. You got one foot in the grave. <laughs> when I open, so, I mean, it, it, it equals out. It does. It does. All right, Colin, what's your favorite console of all time? My favorite console of all time would be the GameCube because that's the first one that I really sat down and was able to play all kinds of modern classics on there from Super Mario Sunshine. Toysie's Mansion that Ashton was so graceful to give to me since he got scared of it as well. I was three. And Animal Crossing. Well, I mean, I I, I mind on that one. I never played Animal Crossing. But I did give it to you. Because you couldn't spell your name. I'm stupid. I could spell my name. I just couldn't get past the title screen. Where do you put in your name? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
you know, I got in the Wind Waker and everything else. Granted, I played it on. What did I play? No, I did play it on the GameCube. I did beat it on the GameCube because you showed me the high def version, and I beat it on the normal version. Yes, I brought my Eon adapter to make it HD reminder. What about you, Ashton? What's your favorite console? You guys already know I got to go with the GameCube. It's just, in my opinion, the best console ever. Got the best variety of games. Launch titles were a little, you know, not the best. You launched with Luigi's Mansion, which is a great game, classic. But it, I think it launched with, like, Wave Race or something like that. And it's just, you know, it's all right. But like Colin, you got Super Mario Sunshine. People prefer... Super Mario 64, which I don't understand because the camera control in that game is awful. And you got Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, you got Smash Zero, Super Smash Brothers Melee, the best Smash Brothers to date. Beats Ultimate, in my opinion. Now, what I liked about the GameCube also was the controllers. Because before Xbox, they had one of the most comfortable controllers for my hand. I didn't really like, like the PS2 controllers or everything. Uh, and uh, along with even where I said the Wii, the Wii controllers weren't that comfortable compared to the uh, the GameCube. Although you could put the GameCube controllers on the Wii, it took me so long to figure that out. <laughs> I figured you would prefer the stick filling in your hands since I know what you're used to doing on the weekend. No, Colin. That's you where you uh, go through and take two or three sticks a day. <laughs> I do have to agree on the GameCube controller. Still, to this day, is the most functional controller to me. And it is the very first successful wireless controller with the GameCube WaveBird controller. I or, forgot about that, that they even had a wireless controller. I got two of them. And one I bought later in life, but one I've had since my first GameCube back in, like, 2002. I wasn't that fancy. I, I still roll mine up to today. <laughs> I was about to say, I always had the cords. And 2002, actually, that's back when I was born. Listen, <laughs> I'm old, okay? <laughs> to me would definitely be the uh, Switch controllers. I do like the Switch Pro controllers, but still, to me, the GameCube. The Swiss controllers are nice, but are we talking about the actual Switch Joy-Cons? Are we talking about the Switch controller, like a Pro? Like a Pro or just any other really knockoff actual controller there is. Which, I mean, shoot, the actual Joy-Cons in the default uh, controller thing that they let you slide it in anyways isn't that bad either. True. I was about to say, that's mainly what I use is just the slide-in. But I have two pro controllers that I use, but I can use the Joy Cons. They're not bad, and especially if you need some quick multiplayer, just slide them off and play some Smash together or something, you know. Oh yeah, that's something else. I like how they switch into two controllers. It's pretty cool. I was about to say, I think that's actually one of the first game systems that do that. I've never seen any any other game like system detachable that. controllers. No, uh, switching into two controllers. Oh. Catch one switching to two. Gotcha. Yeah, I can't think of any really. Or you had the, you just had the stick. So yeah, it was definitely. I mean, you had a nunchuck word, it just didn't work by itself. 
right you had to have the wii remote to you know it plugged into the wii remote yeah i was about to say the uh the nunchuck was actually just an add-on that you could use in certain games or it could do and you could switch it over and you had to play it with a game yeah I think it was which I think it was like and the OM oh, my bad call. You can turn them sideways, like we remote where you could turn it sideways or have it vertical. Right. And these ones you can still do the same thing, but I'm I mean obviously the Wii was the one that laid out for the switch to be successful later on after the flop of the Wii U. Now that's another topic for another day, but I will say people slept on the Wii U. There's some great games on that system. They just didn't give it a chance because they had very poor advertising on that system. I've never actually played the Wii U. What'd you say, Carl? Huh? What'd you say? I said I agree. I said, and yeah, I understand it'll be a different topic for a different day. Yeah, yeah. Let's not dig into it too far right now, but. It was slept on. It was slept on. Now, um, back towards the GameCube, there was a few add-ons that they came on with the GameCube that I didn't know about until after uh, you mentioned you having one and you said something was on our GameCube. Yeah, the Game Boy Player. I never had one as a kid. I always wanted one. Just when we moved into the house that I live in now, found your guys' childhood GameCube and had one just sticking on the bottom. You guys didn't even know that they made them without it. Yeah, because... Oh, I thought it was a naturally a part of the GameCube. I was like, oh, this is cool. Because I love playing my Game Boy all the time. It was one of the – something I always took with me everywhere until I got up to – I switched over to my DS. Yeah. And I didn't they existed until my wife, she actually had one of those attachments, one of them she knew about, it, and she was surprised that I didn't know about it until Ashton had showed me. Yeah, and Colin was with me when we found it in the house. And, and we were just we're so surprised, surprised that it had it on. I was like, holy crap, crap, you know, you guys got a game to play. And it was awesome. You was missing the uh, boot up disc, but I got one off eBay for like $50 because they're expensive. So now I just emulate it. I don't even need a boot up disc. Yeah, I was about to say the the GameCube, the Game Boy Play, hey, where we didn't have the disc, oh, we never really played it that much. We always just kind of played the actual games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else on this topic, Colin? Uh, no, not really. I'm just surprised Metroid Prime never got thrown into a discussed game on the GameCube. Uh, I, I, I didn't play it when I was younger. I know you had, had it. You had, had the second, second one. I was a scared. I never played it. The disc, it was one and two in the same, uh, I'm trying to think what they're called now, uh, case. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I never actually played the first. I played the second. Really? I never, I've never played, played the first. Like that, and I was scared, but it was an actual teenager game, and I was four years old, so I had every right to be scared at that point. That's true. It was rated T. It's a good game. I've haven't beat it, but I've played quite a bit of it. I'd love to beat it, and they even make it now. Kind of getting off the talk a little bit, but they make it now. It's a uh, part of the emulator dolphin. 
that you can download a legal copy of the ROM and play it with modern stock controls. So like the right bumper is shoot instead of A and all kinds of stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yep. Topic for another day. We will discuss that later on. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around for a few more episodes. That's right. Kind of baiting you guys in a little bit. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, if they get to listen, maybe they can stick with it. I mean, we got more stuff to come, and eventually we're going to lead up to where we have uh, YouTube videos we're going to try to post up on as well, so y'all can watch us game and talk as we're doing this. Right. That's just something slowly going on in the future. Right. And we're going to have a Twitch. You know, we'll play with viewers and play any game you request. We'll get it and we'll play with you. Or you can play some 2K with us because we heavily play 2K whenever it releases. Play some Mario Kart 8, whatever you guys want. And we'll play it with you and we'll stream it on Twitch. There is 2K WWE. Um, not WWE. That is dumb. NBA 2K. NBA 2K. <laughs> Actually, Dylan Hokum has that game. He obsessed over that game when we were working out. We're not talking about him right now. We know, we know what he's into. We're not even going to mention him on here right now. He may be a special guest one day, but not today. We're not getting into that right now. Ashton says sometimes he gets a little fishy fish. He's a request. <laughs> do certain gaming topics that you think would be interesting as our audience as well. Yeah, and we'll put some votes on our Instagram, which you guys can go to and follow us on there. And uh, we'll put some topics on there for you guys to vote on which one you want us to talk about in the next coming episodes. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, Ashton, I think you can hit the next topic. All right. All right, I know both of you have played the original... Breath of the Wild, and, you know, it's been five years. Yeah, I feel old. But, uh, yeah, it's so – we know there's a season coming. It's been delayed to 2023, but how good do you think it'll be compared to the first one? you think it'll be better, the same, or worse? Well, knowing the Zelda games, I'm, I'm going to branch out, although normally – Remakes and everything and sequels are normally less from the originals. I'm going to say, considering it's a Zelda game, 95% of the time, Zelda games get a new edge every time they're released. Yes, some of the older ones are still preferred, but they always have a new edge. That's pretty cool, or at least enough to be like, the games work. Right. So say, the only one I really know of Zelda-wise that was worse than the original would be the uh, Zelda 2 for where it's a different style of play in general, and it's the only Zelda title like that. Right. It's more of a side-scroller than a, you know, an open-world overview. Uh, well, see, some people... Breath of the Wild 2. Granted, I don't think it's going to be, to me, personal favorite, but at the same time, I have a bias because Breath of the Wild was the first Zelda game that I beat. Right. Yeah. So, well, like as I said, though, people have different opinions and different views. And as I said, most of the time, the older is always going to be preferred, just like in movies. Oh, yeah. I don't disagree with that whatsoever. And I mean, the second one may book completely out of the water. We just have to go and find out. But that's the whole entire purpose of this topic right now. Right. Me personally, Breath of the Wild Wild being the the first first open-world Zelda game, game. it just, when you you seen Link coming out of that tomb or the trying to resurrection, whatever it was, was, see that that open-world, that's going to be hard to beat. Just the feeling you felt when you see that, all that to explore and stuff, that's going to be hard to beat. But the trailer that we see and all of the ones that are out, it looks pretty good. And it has a lot of Skyward Sword vibes from it. I don't know how much you guys have played Skyward Sword, but obviously it's based in the sky, and it looks like Breath of the Wild 2 takes back to the sky some as well. The only thing I remember about Skyward Sword is you guys coming down and borrowing my Wii Plus adapter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one. have from Skyward Sword growing up. Skyward Sword, Oh, so aggravating. Stupid fee or file, whatever you want to call it on there, your health helper. Your batteries are depleting soon. When it's like half full, and she was so annoying. I hated her. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the point of Breath of the Wild 2. Maybe they're trying to master the air. Because on Skyward Sword, there was a lot of complaints about it. Mainly because 
it's most people's least favorite, or at least that I've heard, it's most people's least favorite Zelda. So maybe they're going to try to take it and master the aspect of the game, but within Breath of the Wild. Possibly. Fun fact, it was the first Link to be right-handed. As well. No. Well, <laughs> Technically, Twilight Princess was, but it was but the janky version, version was left-handed, left but they mirrored it for the Wii version because most people were right-handed. And the only version I played was the janky version. Right. That's crazy. So uh, they literally changed part of the game yes. just for the audience. Yes. They well, just mirrored the entire game. That's crazy. Uh, see, I don't I understand the concept of that, but what they would have been different. They just mirrored it. Yeah, they just mirrored it. Like, uh, like if you uh, go on a guide or whatever, whatever. you have you to have make, to make sure, sure you're reading the Wii version or you're going the complete opposite way. way. You're supposed to go. Supposed to go. <laughs> if it says East for the Genki version on the Wii version, it's actually West. So you just got to... Go with whatever version you're going with and know what guide you're looking at. Gotcha. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Topic for another day. Right. <laughs> All right. Back to Breath of the Wild 2. Do you think that it being delayed is something that we should be concerned about or something we should be happy about that they're taking more time? to polish the game to make it better for us? Or do you think we should be concerned because they're running out of ideas to put in the game and it's not going to be completely finished like it should? Well, they're not Ubisoft, so I have faith in Nintendo to... Because what, the first trailer got released in 2019? Right. At E3, I believe. So the fact that they... The time releases, they have four years to be working on this. Yeah, there was a delay due to the C word, but I'm pretty sure I don't know if we'll get the monetized for it on here or not. So I'm just not going to say it, but we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good game, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I don't know. I personally think that it'll that since they have more time to put into it, and they're usually they don't release anything with bugs too often, starting out, and the fact that usually they're not too keen on online plays when they're home titles, that it should be a definite good game from the start to finish. I definitely kind of agree with Colin on here though because. The more time they have, the more they have to see the bugs and go over them. I mean, it, perfecting work takes time, especially if you're wanting Breath of the Wild to give you that same vibe that you mentioned as in the original Breath of the Wild. You have to come up with a new aspect, and that's probably another reason why they're giving that sky hint to it and so maybe they can try to capture that with that scenery instead. But I do say that running out of ideas is a huge thing in the gaming world. 
because games all the time, that's why you see so many games with literally the same concept, just different titles and different villains. So I, I could see where it could be a worry in the future. Right. And, and I, go, I, go, I agree with you guys. You know, Nintendo is a company... Obviously, they've been making video games since, I believe it was, what, 86 when the NES came out. And they was making toys before that. But anyway, since video games... That was way before then. Yes. But, yeah, but they are a trusted company that have been around forever. And there's actually a quote by Shigeru Miyamoto about that. It says, a delayed game is eventually good a bad game is bad forever. Yeah. Sorry, I messed that up. A delayed game is eventually good. A bad game is bad forever. And that's true. If they rush it out the door, it'll be, it has the potential to be bad. And then they got to deal with those consequences forever. Yeah, there's only so much you can patch and update. I mean, that's why you see tons of all these games that come out in betas and they have so much wrong with them. And half the time, a lot of beta games do not fully get released. Like, I think for the longest time, Fortnite was a beta game and had so many glitches in it. And I don't think it was until, like, their fourth or fifth season that they patched all the original glitches. Because after that, they continue to release product, not dissing Fortnite. Fortnite, I enjoy Fortnite and I play Fortnite. That's a little off topic as well. But taking time on a game can do so much more for the audience and the players. And Nintendo will take more discrimination, I guess. If they release an unfinished bad game, then they're receiving right now for delaying it until spring. It'll hurt their credit for their games. People will forget that it was delayed when they play it, and it's an awesome game. They're just mad about it right now because they wanted to play it this year. Yeah. Well, that's because people aren't impatient. I mean, I, I, I'm guilty. It's just kind of part of the gaming community. Yeah, I agree. Um, while we're on the topic, you have anything to add about that, Tom? What is it? you have anything to add on that? No, I don't. I mean, no. I, I was the one that pretty much started that debate about the thing, so no, I don't really got much to add on after you guys. You guys just filled right in where we needed to fill in at, and that was pretty good and worth the talking weight of us talking on that. Well, we got time for one more topic before we have to head out. But uh, So I'm sure you guys have seen everybody talk about in the past two years, Switch 4K rumors. Do you think that before the current Switch's life cycle ends, do you think that they will release a 4K Switch more powerful than what we have, or will they save that for the next-gen Switch? I say it'll probably be next-gen Switch just because the PS5 and the series Xbox just came out a couple of years ago. 
So Nintendo has their notorious reputation of not releasing at the same time since literally the PlayStation 2 and the the original Xbox. So ever since then, they've been releasing in the middle of the generations. So I say it'll probably be at least another two or three years before we see uh, another type of Switch after they release the OLED. Uh, Actually... I agree that we're not going to see it probably in this gen, but I do not think it's going to be as long as what you think. Uh, because I personally have seen, I don't know if it's just rumors or what, but on Twitter, I have seen some hints of a new Switch. Now, it's not supposed to be as small as the Switch that we have now. Uh so I definitely think that 4K will be possible in the next gen. I'm almost certain it's going to be in the next gen. I don't think it's going to be in this gen, though. But I would say keep an eye out within the next maybe year and a half to two years for a new Switch. And I think, like you guys said, it'll probably wait until next gen have 4k we may, we may see, see another, another revision of the switch, switch like we've seen with the switch Lite or the switch oled but it's not going to be something more powerful to say it's next gen worthy and last year the president of nintendo said that the switch is about halfway through its life cycle so that gives us at this point another three or four years like you guys were saying and they the way they do with their consoles they'll overlap them they'll release a new one and keep support for this current switch for a year or two before they, you know, discontinue. Well, uh, that being said, is there anything else about this topic? Colin? No, because, I mean, <laughs> actually, that's the first, I mean, whenever we initially decide what we was going to choose as a topic, I really hadn't seen a 4K switch idea for a decent while like it was a couple years ago when they were still playing on like the oled and stuff whenever i you know seen the 4k but i completely forgot about it until you know we just brought it up the other day so now i don't really got much more to add on to the subject other than like i said i give it you know two years two to three years until they decide to do something with it and probably never zelda and mario game by then too Oh, wow. I would definitely like to see another Mario game. That's a game that we're going to have to get another topic on. Yeah. <laughs> we can uh, talk, about talk about that, that next year. Anything else? Uh, I was just going to say shout out to Ash and for going out and finding some of the topics we talked about today. Uh, and I know he has a few more that he had at store away. He did a lot of work on this. So just big props to Ash. And, okay. uh, Colin over here. Shout out to him for being Colin because we know, as normal, Colin has to go through and do something like suck a wiener or two. <laughs> I, I just remember I know what you and my brother done underneath my house at one time, so we're all good. That's true. He's not lying. But now he has to bring up his brother. Did I tell you that him and his brother have matching wieners in their butt? They just leave them there. 
<laughs> all right, guys. Let's not get into that. Uh, all right, yeah, that's about all the time we got. Wrap things up. Like I said, thank you guys for joining, and we will be posting this soon, obviously. But make sure to follow us on Instagram. Listen to us on all of the platforms. Give us all of the listens that we can get. And all terrible gamers. Yes, three terrible, terrible gamers. gamers. You, guys you guys have anything to add? I was about to say, if you're feeling it, you can go ahead and follow my Insta. I'm pretty sure it is in the subscription. Uh, not the subscription. The uh, tell me out there, Ashley. My words are gone. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right, if it was well, on YouTube. You know, I would say, you know, smash that like button and hit the subscribe button and ring the bell for notifications. But we're not on there yet, so I can't quite crack that joke. We're on there. We just don't have any content. You can still subscribe. Yeah, then go ahead and do that then. Go ahead. (laughs) And you will be notified when we post our our first video. video. And we're also going to post just audio of us gaming together. And you'll be able to listen to us in a different view. Uh, another thing I wanted to say before we go is where, for instance, Ashton was our host. We're going to do a little thing here and there, and we're going to change up hosts. So you never know if it's going to be calling Ashton or me. And uh, just don't forget to tune in. All right. All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week. All right. Love you guys. Adios.